Michael Fry, F-R-Y-E, has published a number of songs that have been used in churches throughout the world. And one of his popular songs is called Be the Center, spelled C-E-N-T-R-E. And it's part of an album he had called The Hungry Album. And this is about Jesus, and some of the words are, Be the fire in my heart, be the wind in these sails, be the reason that I live.
H-H-A-T-C-H, was a distinguished lecturer in history at Oxford and a professor of classics at Trinity College in Quebec. He was a learned man who could string together sentences filled with many syllable words. But when it came to expressing his faith, Hatch was as simple as and unaffected as a child. This hymn, Breathe on Me, Breath of God, was as simple and unaffected and heartfelt as a very effective prayer. This number is The Wonderful Grace of Jesus by Haldor Linnaeus, L-I-N-L-I-L-L-E-N-A-S, born in 1885 and died in 1959. The tune is Wonderful Grace and it's arranged by Larry Shackley.
This is two songs together. Oh, Worship the King by Johann Michael Haydn and Four Seasons by Antonio Vivaldi. This combination was arranged by Carolyn M. Taylor. hymn that is based on Beacon Hill by Harry S. Mason and arranged by Larry F. Pugh.
This is a classical prelude based on themes from Handel, arranged by Rebecca James. Charlotte Elliott seemed to have everything going for her as a young woman. She was gifted as a portrait artist and also a writer. And in her early 30s, she suffered a serious illness that left her weak and depressed. During her illness, a noted minister, Dr. Caesar Milan of Switzerland, came to visit her. Noticing her depression, he asked if she had peace with God. She resented the question and said she did not want to talk about it. But a few days later, she went to apologize. She said that she wanted to clean up some things in her life before becoming a Christian. Milan looked at her and answered, Come just as you are. That was enough for Charlotte Elliott, and she yielded herself to the Lord that day. Fourteen years later, remembering those words, she wrote the hymn, just as I am. George Newmark, G-E-O-R-G, N-E-U-M-A-R-K, was a German poet and composer of hymns. He was born in 1621 and died in 1681. This hymn is called, If You Will Trust in God to Guide You, and it's arranged by Michael Cox.
1858, churches throughout Philadelphia united in a citywide evangelistic effort. Every morning and evening, services were held in churches, convention halls, and the theaters. Dudley Ting, 29-year-old Episcopalian preacher, spoke to 5,000 men and 1,000 responded to the gospel invitation. Four days later, however, Ting was fatally injured in an accident. As he lay dying, his fellow ministers gathered around him. Ting was still thinking about the men who had made decisions for Christ, and in his last whispered words, he said, Tell them to stand up for Jesus. Presbyterian minister George Dufield preached the next Sunday on the text, Stand Therefore, and in conclusion read a poem that he had just written entitled Stand Up for Jesus. A church member sent the poem to a Baptist newspaper where it was published, and this is the hymn Stand Up, Stand Up for Jesus.
This is a song called Prayer for Peace by Colin Curtis, C-O-L-I-N-C-U-R-T-I-S, Colin Curtis. It was published in 2003. successfully to raise support to go to Africa as a missionary. She wondered why the Lord could so burden her with the needs of Africa, but not make it possible for her to go. During this time of discouragement, she attended a small prayer meeting where an elderly woman prayed, Lord, it doesn't matter what you bring into our lives, just have your way with us. That night, Pollard went home and read the story of Jeremiah's visit to 
to the potter's house, and later that evening she wrote this hymn, Have Thine Own Way, Lord. Thompson was called the Bard of Ohio. From his home in East Liverpool, Ohio, he went to New York City to sell some of his songs he had written. Music dealers picked them up and soon people across the country were singing My Home on the Old Ohio and Gathering Shells from the Seashore. He made so much money from his compositions that newspapers called him the Millionaire Songwriter. But Thompson, a Christian, soon began concentrating on hymn writing and set up his own firm for publishing hymnals. Two million copies of his gospel quartet books were sold. Sometime around 1880, when Thompson was 33 years old, he wrote this hymn, Softly and Tenderly.
Scott was a music teacher and she composed a lot of vocal music. She became known for her book of anthems, the Royal Anthem Book, which was published in 1882. Her productive life of composing and teaching at the Women's Seminary in Lyons, Iowa, is evident that her eyes and ears were open to God's leading and that she was ready to share what God gave her. We should do the same. This hymn calls us to watch and listen and then to act on what we have seen and heard, sharing it with others. Julia Harriet Johnston was born in 
Francis Light, L-Y-T-E, born in 1793 and died in 1847, wrote the hymn, Abide With Me. He coined the phrase, it is better to wear out than to rust out. And Henry Light wore out when he was 54 years old, an obscure pastor who labored for 23 years in a poor church in a fishing village in Devonshire, England. This hymn was written shortly before his death. As Light wrote this, he knew he was dying of tuberculosis and asthma, and it was eventide for him. Darkness was deepening, and he felt very much alone. But he was not alone, and we are not alone, even in our darkest times. Our Lord is with us, the help of the helpless, the one who never changes, our guide and security. He will never leave us, nor forsake us.
This hymn is called He Giveth More Grace, written by Annie Johnson Flint, born in 1866 and died in 1932. Some of the words are, He giveth more grace when the burden grows greater. He sendeth more strength when the labors increase. To added affliction he addeth his mercy. To multiplied trials his multiplied peace.
Ages is a hymn written by Augustus Toplady, T-O-P-L-A-D-Y. He was converted under a Methodist evangelist while attending the University of Dublin. He said that humans, through their own efforts, could never satisfy the eternal justice of God. Referring to Psalm 62, I read, God alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will not be shaken. My victory and honor come from God alone. He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. Thank you.